Hi, this is Desiree with Crypto Ramble. Have you ever noticed this absolutely amazing thing? As the price of Bitcoin goes up, the price of altcoins go up as well. And then as the price of Bitcoin goes down, the price of altcoins follow it. That might seem like a very not light bulb moment, but I was really thinking about this and trying to understand why is it that Bitcoin's price itself, yes, is volatile, but the prices of altcoins tend to be even more volatile. And how is it that the timing can match up so exactly? And I also wanted to play around with some concepts from traditional economic theory, such as supply and demand and the cross price elasticity of demand, because those are things that I have been learning about. So let's look at what's been going on from 2013. If you pull up a chart, any chart, that tracks the movement of cryptocurrencies from Bitcoin to all the other ones that came along after it, you will see a very obvious pattern of everything following the oscillations of Bitcoin as it goes up and it goes down. Almost perfectly, especially if you zoom out to the largest time scale possible. So this is a very clear indication of a lack of differentiation in the market, where consumers are actually not seeing the difference between Bitcoin and all the other altcoins. At least that's what the market itself is showing, whether or not that's what people actually say, or what people like me say, or what projects say, or the media say. And that, I think, will always be the most honest indicator of what's going on. Bitcoin was the forerunner of an entirely new industry. At first, it was the first cryptocurrency, a pair-to-pair electronic cash. And then there were other altcoins, alternative cryptocurrencies that came along that either made Bitcoin better, maybe wanted to be faster or stronger or longer or deeper, <laughs> or they were completely different. And most of those were actually tokens for projects that were creating a blockchain-based solution for industries that already existed. A lot of them that come to mind are ERC-20 tokens that basically apply blockchain to already existing things, such as gambling, for example. However, if the prices aren't showing that these projects have actually created those things, then we can conclude that there is only speculation going on. Now, if you look from a traditional economic standpoint, what we're actually seeing are complementary goods. There's a way of describing the relationship between two goods, goods in this case would be cryptocurrencies, um, by looking at the cross-price elasticity of demand. The cross-price elasticity of demand is showing what happens when the demand in one good increases or decreases, what will happen to the price of the other good. The way the market is currently behaving is that altcoins are complementary goods of Bitcoin. That means that they're not being seen as actually different from Bitcoin, but are actually part and parcel of what Bitcoin is offering. I'm not saying this, this is what the price market and action is showing. So a complementary good is one where when the demand of the first good goes up, the demand of the second good goes up as well. If you're thinking about prices, which are intimately related to demand, what it means is that when the price of one good goes up, the price of the other good goes up as well. You can think about cars and gasoline or computers and DVDs. An example of the opposite of that are substitute goods, such as Heinz ketchup, and some other kind of catch-up that I can't remember. I'll make a specific concrete example. When you want to go and buy some fancy shoe, if the price goes up, you're less likely to buy that shoe. 
That is, your demand will decrease in response to the price going up, and then you will go and find a substitute good, causing the demand of that good to go up because the price of the first good went up. I hope that makes sense. So if these projects that were supposed to be like Bitcoin were actually establishing their own independent economies, then we would see the inverse relationship between the price of those altcoins and Bitcoin. We're not seeing that right now. And then if they were to be completely different, such as these tokens that I was suggesting, then we wouldn't expect to see a relationship at all because they would be completely independent of the economy of Bitcoin. But that's obviously not what we're seeing. Something else to consider, other than just thinking about complementary and substitute goods, is the effect of trading bots on the price movement of Bitcoin and altcoins, and that they could be obscuring actual consumer behavior. That whether or not you want to think of trading bots as actually consumer behavior because they were programmed by someone and someone is spending the time to put them out there, that's your opinion. But I mean, it's unnatural. It happens so quickly. Something that I was thinking about when I was thinking about this price action is even if these goods were supposed to be following Bitcoin perfectly, when you look at something like 30 minute charts, it's immediate, like the activity occurs at the same time. You might not see the exact same volume or even the same direction, but the timing is right on point. So the way these trading bots work are that they are doing what's called arbitrage. Now, when people usually talk about arbitrage, they're talking about the exact same coin where there's a price discrepancy between the coin on one exchange and the other exchange. For example, if Bitcoin was trading at a lower price on Bitfinex than on BitMEX, you would buy it at the lower price on Bitfinex and then try and sell it at the higher price on BitMEX, just taking advantage of those prices. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about arbitrage between Bitcoin and uh, the altcoin, where you're trying to suck out any equity was the term I came up with. So when Bitcoin goes up, you would immediately try and sell your altcoin in order to buy some Bitcoin. But once Bitcoin flatlines, then you would go back to the altcoin because you're trying to get both of them, as much of both of them at the same time. And then also if Bitcoin were to fall, you would also drop your altcoin and try and get some of the Bitcoin at the lower prices. So whatever you can. The point is that what you're seeing is also the activity of trading bots and that affects what's going on with the price movement along with thinking of it as a complementary relationship between bitcoin and altcoins even if it were real humans doing this kind of trading the fact that that level of trading can outweigh actual buying and selling due to the application of the coin that means that there isn't enough volume and there hasn't been an establishment of an independent economy for that altcoin. Something else to consider is volatility. Why is it that the volatility of altcoins is so much more than Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin itself is volatile? And the way I framed, termed what was going on is the network effect. This network effect depends on the number of exchanges that an altcoin has and also the number of pairs available. So Bitcoin has many exchanges available if you want to buy and trade in it. And it also has a lot of pairs. You don't have to jump through a number of hoops, which is the first hindrance to someone actually buying or selling a coin. And that also affects how much, how long the price action has an effect when someone posts a transaction out there. So for example, if I want to exchange some Bitcoin for fiat, I don't have to go from Bitcoin to ETH to NEM to USD. 
I can go straight from BTC to USD. That means that people are more easily able to enter and exit the Bitcoin market. However, for an altcoin, you tend to have to go at least go from the altcoin to BTC to USD. So that's the first hindrance to someone actually being able to enter and exit the altcoin market. And then that also has an effect when someone decides to post a transaction to some kind of network or try to sell and buy on an exchange. If you think about there being a network of exchanges for something like Bitcoin, whenever someone wants to sell something, there are immediately a number of options and a number of buyer and sellers that can come in to raise the price back up after it has been lowered due to the efforts of the person trying to sell it. For an altcoin, however, especially one that's not very well known, when someone tries to sell it, selling is a better example because people feel the fear of loss so much more. When someone tries to sell it, there isn't that much out there to respond to the person trying to sell it. So there's more time for the price to be lowered until a buyer comes along to pull the price back up. This is really obvious when you consider the size of the entire crypto market. And if, even if you think about Bitcoin being less volatile than altcoins, it's way more volatile than fiat currencies that have so much more volume and so much more exchanges available. So immediately when someone wants to sell something, someone can snap it up just like that. And that means that the volume is there because the speed matters as well, as well as the number of people bidding the price back up. So the price can move, but it doesn't have time for it to fall because it's waiting so long for a new buyer to come and say, okay, I will buy this currency that you are trying to sell. So that's the explanation of what's happening when we see altcoins follow Bitcoin so closely. Now, what's the point of me going into all of this? The point is that whenever you see an actual sustained, not pump and dump counter trend. That is when we're seeing actual differentiation occurring and the crypto market is no longer just about speculation, but there are altcoins that are actually establishing their own independent economies. I also want to point out that there are some projects that are more likely to do this than others. I think Ethereum was one of the first coins to break away from simply following Bitcoin's price movement. And that's because a lot of ERC-20 tokens were being created on it. However, that wasn't sustained for very long. You can look at a chart to follow when this happened, but you can see that it pretty much just follows Bitcoin now. And that gets even worse as these projects cash out their Ethereum in order to pay for the development that they're doing. And EOS is another project that's similar to that because it's similar to Ethereum, so it's likely to bring in a lot of new money in that way because projects are building themselves on it with their smart contracts. And then I'm very, very bullish on Particle. I also work with this project. I think when you think of an independent economy, what says economy more than an actual marketplace? And that's something that's already in its testing phase. So uh, there are lots of projects out there that have the potential, but a lot of them aren't actually at a phase of substantial development yet. Something else that showed some counter trend movement was Bitcoin Cash when it first came out and that was as a substitute to Bitcoin but that very quickly lost its short moment of glory and independence. If you look at when Bitcoin Cash first came out you can see that it didn't follow the price movement of Bitcoin. So eventually we will see projects that come out and that is the sign to look for regardless of what people like me say or your favorite crypto reporter says, or your favorite media outlet says, the price action will tell you whether or not projects are either establishing themselves as substitutes where they have an inverse relationship, 
or they are establishing themselves as completely different and do not follow the price movement of Bitcoin. That is when you will know that true differentiation and adoption is occurring with new independent economies being established, independent of Bitcoin. For now, however, all these altcoins would pretty much follow Bitcoin off a cliff. The analogy I came up with with Bitcoin walking off a cliff, I initially wanted to say, you know, at least in Jamaica, apparently it doesn't happen elsewhere. When you want to teach your kids about peer pressure and not just following everything that your friends do, the normal phrase is if, let's say, Brittany were to go jump off a cliff, jump off a bridge, would you go jump off the bridge too? But apparently nobody else knows that saying. So I decided to go with if Bitcoin were to fall off a cliff. So maybe you didn't think about these things. I don't know, maybe I missed something. I was just really contemplating this and I really wanted to understand what was going on, particularly with the trading bots. That's something I figured out. And um, maybe I didn't explain everything fully with the network effect. Something else I didn't mention that's a sign of independence is market share. But that has to do with volume and what I was talking about in the network effect. Let me know what you think. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to follow me on Twitter. Also give me a like if you liked the video and leave any comments or suggestions, any feedback. Feedback is good. Tune in for more interesting thought pieces on the crypto space. Also, I am not a trader and this is not investment advice. Thank you.